Welcome to Wisdom, where we distill thousands of years of wisdom from the greatest minds, past and present, into actionable tips that we can all apply to the challenges we face in our daily lives. For this episode, we're going to talk about four key lessons or foundational insights that have truly stood the test of time for thousands of years, spanning multiple cultures and philosophies. These four core foundational insights are truly more relevant than ever during times like this COVID crisis. You know, it really feels like we've never been through a pandemic before. In so many ways, this whole thing just feels unthinkable. And all the resulting fear, anxiety, doubt, and just the surreal nature of life is really challenging on multiple levels for most of us. But if you zoom out, especially over thousands of years, you find that humans have dealt with this kind of thing before and much worse. And there's some incredible timeless wisdom that has come out of these periods over hundreds and thousands of years that we can apply right now. And what's really amazing is just how relevant and applicable this wisdom is now. In fact, it's much more impactful and practical in a real way than the vast majority of the surface level news and tips and life advice that you read about in social media these days. So I've picked four of the highest impact ones here. Let's dive in. This COVID pandemic has proven to be so much more than just a bad, scary bug that you mostly read about, but never really have a chance to engage with in your day-to-day life. It's much more than the scary news. In fact, even more than the obvious challenges and disruption from having to quarantine at home, being away from coworkers and friends and loved ones, stopping eating out and shopping and all the normal day-to-day fabric of modern life stuff that we do, this time it's different. The mental effects, the fear, the uncertainty, the activation of your fight or flight system on high alert with every little bit of news or update that comes out, every box you receive in the mail, every doorknob you touch, every person you might pass while trying to get outside for a little bit, and the sudden loneliness, the isolation, that eerie feeling of disconnection and even impending doom. All of this happened seemingly overnight and no real clear end in sight, even with the bright spots. It feels like the world will never be the same, and that fear and risk will remain. So, this time it really is different. At least for us, in our modern 2020s era, it almost feels unthinkable, like this has never happened before. But that's exactly where the importance of thousands of years of collective human wisdom comes in. Not only is there timeless wisdom from the greatest philosophical and scientific minds of all time that applies directly here, you can actually dig deep and apply some true practical pillars to turn this whole COVID thing into nothing less than a full wake-up call to reshape the rest of your life going forward. Turn this whole thing into a net positive. Use it as fuel for waking up from how you may have been lazily falling forward through life and set yourself up for a vastly richer and more purposeful life for after this COVID thing eventually passes. And pass it will. Speaking of COVID eventually passing, that brings us right into lesson number one. Impermanence. The concept of impermanence. Realizing this incredible, beautiful power of impermanence that all things eventually do pass. Things are always changing, even while you listen to this episode. Yes, COVID will eventually be gone, and it will die out like other viruses and pandemics always do. But the point about impermanence goes much deeper than just knowing that COVID will eventually pass, even though that is comforting to think about. The concept of impermanence goes so much deeper than this too shall pass, although that's very useful. 
It goes deeper than just the notion that things are always changing. In fact, central to several philosophical frameworks dating back thousands of years, particularly Buddhism and the related practices around mindfulness meditation, but also even Native American wisdom and others, lies impermanence. And of course, the Stoic philosophers also held impermanence as a root tenet. Insights from such ancient and truly cross-cultural wisdom has even made its way into modern cognitive behavioral therapies. And it's no wonder that this deceptively simple concept that things are always changing has been so central for so many. When you start to truly and deeply understand and observe just how impermanent everything is, and I do mean everything, you can fundamentally shift your brain from a future state or worrying mindset or constantly living in the past into a richly present state of awareness and appreciation and enjoyment. This single shift alone can exponentially improve the quality of your everyday life experience, your moment-to-moment -moment quality, how much you can really dig in and enjoy your moments, your hours, your days. And it also reminds you to keep high in mind just how fleeting, how ephemeral everything is. Not just life, but everything, literally everything, if you zoom out widely enough. The near-term stuff, whether it's a sandcastle you built during low tide, crafting and enjoying the building of that sandcastle, seeing it there in all its glory on the beach, and then before you know it, washed away, returning to the unorganized grains of sand, swirled and swept into the waves of the ocean when the tide comes back in. Only a memory of it is all that remains. Or even shorter, that brief moment where the sun shines through a tiny crack in the clouds in an otherwise cloudy day, through a little opening in the trees above you, shining onto your face just for a few seconds, you feel that warmth, your eyes and your brain snap into a different state as the sun hits your face. Maybe you smile at that incredible moment, a moment that is then gone in an instant, back to how it was, probably never to be experienced at the same time in the same place in those same conditions ever again by you. But you were there, you felt it, you relished in that brief moment of light and warmth and trees in that place and that time. It's a memory now, maybe one that you'll hold on to forever. And of course, the longer time frames that somehow seemed like a blink, like it's almost impossible that you experience them, almost like they weren't real, but you know that they are. Entire decades, or maybe even much more than that in your life. Maybe an entire period of your life where you lived in a certain place, a certain city. Now it all feels like a true era for you in hindsight. You know that feeling where you felt like, oh, that was my so-and-so era. But at the time, it's all you knew. That was life and you couldn't imagine it being that different. Or how about even bigger and longer? Maybe thinking about a parent or a relative or someone you knew who has passed away, even someone who was very old. You know how you can find yourself thinking, wow, so that was it. That was their whole life. That was everything. It's like a blink in some ways. Or even think back to a phase of life where you really felt like that's all there was ever going to be. That's all you knew, your day-to-day, -day, your week-to-week -week reality in that phase. That was your whole world. And if you put yourself back into that place now in your mind, remember how that whole period of your life just felt like it would keep on going in pretty much the same way. You had no idea then just how different your life would be later on. Just how much has changed in every way. Think about that for a second. If you would have told yourself back then just how temporary that entire phase of life was, how different things would be in the future, would that even seem possible? I hope you're getting the idea here. Impermanence is central to everything. 
And really, how great is that? This is so helpful to remember when you're going through the seemingly endless tough times or periods like this pandemic. We know it's all temporary. And while in the case of a pandemic, that is indeed comforting, there's a much more important point that I hope you're getting. You're not just sitting idly by, waiting for this pandemic to end to resume living again. No, you're living now. What a lazy, empty waste of a gift of life that would be, your brief time here on this earth. No, whether you're stuck at home, you lost your job, you have loved ones dealing with health and economic and psychological tolls and all of this, you are still alive. You are listening to this right now. You are experiencing reality. You are making choices and feeling sensations and choosing how to respond and react to what to do now and how to be. This is your life, right? Sounds cheesy, but it's true. These are your moments, COVID or otherwise. COVID, it could be a thunderstorm, a power outage, whatever random outside event that's outside of your control that nature controls, all you can do is choose how to use your brief, limited, very fleeting time here in the best way that you can. When you understand the profundity of impermanence, you start to realize that there's no point in worrying about things in the future. Because you know what? The future isn't even real yet. So as the Stoics once said, why would you rob today of its greatness to instead worry about something that doesn't actually even exist? You start to realize that by being in the now, your current actual experience of reality, and savoring that, enjoying it, and sometimes applying a curious observer's mind when it can be unpleasant or confusing or scary, you can experience the now with all of your attention and wonder and calmness, knowing that it too will pass like everything does. It'll soon be a memory, gone into the twilight of time, never to be again. Good stuff, the bad stuff, the happy stuff, the sad and scary stuff, all of it. The unexpected moments, so don't let a pandemic outside of your control stop you from experiencing the moments of your life, your time now, not later, not in some post-COVID ideal later state in your mind. That's not when life resumes for you. Get rid of that myth. None of that is real, nor matters, as none of us have any knowledge about how things will actually pan out anyway. COVID or not, your life is ticking by now. Any connecting with people or moments, whether over video or phone or with your own family, any unexpected beauty or moments you encounter when you're maybe outside or even at home, the tiniest little moments, savor those. Maybe you're cooking some vegetables and you notice just how vibrant they look or how the steam is coming off them and fading into the ether. Yep, especially that last one, when you really internalize impermanence, you start to see the incredible beauty and the almost achingly poignant deeper meaning in the seemingly everyday little things, right? The steam coming off the vegetables. You know, for me personally, seeing a leaf fall off of a tree, slowly twirling in the wind on its way down to the ground, it had its time on that tree, and now its time has passed and it returns to the earth. Or steam from a wet wooden fence in the morning as the sun shines on it and it starts to warm up. Or a small branch floating down a stream, passing by you just for an instant and then disappearing into the distance as it floats on by. The sun setting, waves in the ocean, never to be exactly the same again. This all might sound like a lot of woo until you start to really grasp just how beautiful this stuff is and how important and useful a deep understanding of impermanence actually is. Spend some time thinking about it, calmly, quietly, over the next few days. Don't try to force it all at once. 
Let it come naturally as you're experiencing your moments of everyday life over the next few days. No pressure, just let it come naturally. Remind yourself to notice it though, if you can. When it clicks, you'll start to get it. And you'll realize why not only is this pandemic a temporary event that will eventually pass, it also really has nothing to do with you choosing to live now, to live in the present, to savor the moments now, to appreciate and find beauty in your very lucky brief time here in this reality. And brief, special, and lucky, it truly is. So use it. Don't wait. Lesson number two, control. Learn to distinguish what's outside of your control and what you actually can control, which actually is very little. And therefore, the most important thing to focus on controlling is how you respond to events and circumstances that are outside of your control. This deceptively simple concept may indeed be one of the most important pillars of being able to live a good, enjoyable, and calm life that has ever existed. No exaggeration. It's absolutely central to both Stoicism and Buddhism, for example, and for good reason. The ability to truly understand and put into practice what is actually within your control, or within our reasoned choice, as the Stoics might say, and to accept while leveraging the potential upsides of what is actually not in your control, can literally make all the difference in the world for your mental state, your future outlook, the quality of your moment-to-moment life experience, really everything. We'll go into more depth on this central theme in many other wisdom episodes, but here, let's apply to what we've learned from this COVID pandemic. What have we learned? Well, let's see. One, you probably didn't see this coming. If someone would have told you just months before it happened that the entire world would be quarantined to their homes, not even able to go to the gym, the store, a restaurant, a movie, your workplace, and that even outdoors you'd need to keep a distance between any other people, that you'd be disinfecting boxes of pasta noodles and Amazon deliveries, that you'd have to wear a mask when you go outside of your home. You probably wouldn't have believed any of this. Then suddenly, almost overnight, that's reality. What? Yes, truly outside of your control. And coming from what feels like such a long stretch of normalcy, this just seems impossible. But then that's exactly the problem. If you zoom out just a little bit further, you'll find that comparatively recently there were massive world wars and global pandemics just like this one or much worse, massive economic crashes and much more. And you know what? You just can't control these macro events. They happen outside of your control. COVID happens and you can't control it. In fact, you can't control most things if you really think about it. Can you? When you really dig into what is within your absolute control, it's actually very little. In fact, it's almost nothing, even your own body to a large extent. Think about that. So yikes, doesn't that seem sort of scary? Actually, no. Think about it another way. It's actually very freeing, especially when you realize that you do control the most important thing in all of this in life, your choices, how you interpret events, how you choose to respond to the 99.9% of life that is outside of your immediate control. If you instead let go of what you can't control and choose a calm, rational, reasoned mind as to how you will respond to all of these things outside of your control, you can not only develop a sort of Zen calmness about this reality, you can take it even further, even further than the Stoics did, to leverage all of those things that happen outside of your control. You can make lemonade out of lemons, and you can use your reasoned choices to find opportunities and things that will happen. 
silver linings. There are always silver linings. Always opportunities to turn something unexpected that happens into benefits or bright spots. With COVID, so many people have reported just how much more time they've had with their families, for example, due to having to work from home or from losing that job. Time with loved ones, special moments that may create memories to last a lifetime, or even more in those young kids who then pass on those stories to the next generations, you can't put a price on the quality of those kinds of moments. You can't buy them. People coming together and bonding and helping each other, people using the extra time in their hands to learn, to create new creative works, to share stories, to meditate, to read and learn, the list goes on. Yes, let's not be flippant here. All of that also in the face of so many horrible deaths and sleepless healthcare worker heroes and economic losses and so much more. So many millions of people hurting incredibly at a time like this. If you happen to be one of the comparatively lucky people who is simply isolating at home, still has a job, maybe you even lost your job, but you're doing okay, you have your health, you have your family, your loved ones, your friends, life is good. Be grateful. And yet, even in the face of these tragic things, think about ways to realize what you can and can't control, to make peace with those things that you can't control, and to find silver linings and opportunities in the other stuff, the things that you might be able to turn on their head or use in some way to help you. Can you make some smart choices to come out the other end of this thing stronger, wiser, healthier, more in tune with what's actually important to you? Worrying less about the things you can't control, that's just nature, with a calm, rational mind. Can you realign your thoughts around what's actually important going forward for when this COVID thing passes? Most of all, can you learn to focus on your choices, your responses, how you respond to everything, the big things, the small things, whether it's fear, whether it's anxiety, whether it's how you spend your time, whether it's what you choose to do in a given moment. Those are the things that you can really control when it comes to external events happening. COVID, weather, job losses, someone cutting you off in the freeway. Your reasoned choices. Those alone you control. Spend some time later tonight thinking about what you can do to take advantage of this time, to realign how you think about this time and the lessons learned, and refactor how you think about the concept of control. Lesson number three, live immediately. Don't wait and don't fall prey to the illusion that you'll have plenty of time and opportunity later. Isn't it incredible how the seemingly everyday things we took for granted and thought would always be options for us at any time, like travel, like going out for dinner with friends, going to a concert or a bar for a simple catch up with a friend, going on vacation somewhere, staying in a hotel, all of those things suddenly not possible? And globally? You know, many of us, myself included, have found ourselves looking at photos from, say, just last year when we were out doing something fun or having some great experiences with other people in some great place, or even just basic camaraderie, having coffee with coworkers. Maybe it's that travel photo or something really fun that you did. Wow, isn't it amazing how you can feel the longing for those things that we took for granted? Or that feeling that you're now so glad that you went on that trip or had that experience with your friends or a romantic partner or had that peak experience. Whew, so glad I did that, right? But then, on the flip side, all the things you didn't do. Things that maybe now you wish you did. 
That realization that we've all heard a million times, that life is short, but now somehow it's all the more real. Maybe it's even reading about that celebrity or an accomplished person that you admire that has had such a seemingly rich life of so much life experience and incredible highs and lows. Maybe even a few of them have had COVID. And you think to yourself, well, they've actually certainly lived a rich life and lived to the fullest anyway. Good for them. But what about me? You get the picture. This COVID thing is yet one more very stark reminder that you really, really cannot take life for granted. You can't assume you'll have infinite time. And even on a more practical level, you can't assume that you'll always have the same options as you may have had currently, or at least used to have. Who would have thought that even back in January of 2020 that you would soon be quarantined to your home, global businesses closed, fearing getting viruses from those Amazon boxes, or even passing someone in the street from six feet away? While we know that COVID will eventually pass and we will return to some version of normalcy, what are the things that you maybe procrastinated about last year or thought you might do later on, but you knew were important and meaningful to you and you decided not to pursue and enjoy them? You thought, I'll do it another time. Exactly. It's a stark reminder of the fragility of everything. But not that you should feel anxious or stressed about that or try to go crazy doing every wild thought you've ever had like there's no tomorrow as that would be an extreme and counterproductive approach to the uncertainty of life. But one big notch down from that extreme is where most of us fail to really live. This is where most of us have problems. The deferred life plan. We fail to do and pursue the things that we know would give us immense and lasting satisfaction. We put them off for another time. This is laziness. This assumption that we can just defer. We can put it off until some undefined time later in life when things will be better for doing it. The little decisions we make every day that put off what really moves us and makes the moment-to-moment -moment fabric of experience great. And that moment-to-moment -moment fabric of experience is actually all we really have. It's all that's real anyway. And we do this in favor of some rote activities that we mostly do out of fear. We all do this. It's almost impossible not to, to some degree. But by becoming conscious, as a first step, of the importance of living now, which COVID serves as a great wake-up call for, and writing down, journaling the truly important things that you want to do and experience in your life that are really meaningful to you, you can make a tangible change to the quality of your everyday experience, your moment-to-moment -moment experience of life. And the Stoic philosophers knew this. The Stoics said, live immediately. In fact, the Stoics and the Buddhists, among others, understood the ephemeral and unpredictable nature of life, and their wisdom is more relevant than ever today. It's truly timeless. And that's not surprising, because beyond our little time horizon of recent decades lies hundreds and thousands of years of happenings just like this one. Pandemics including ones far worse than COVID. And during times when there were no hospitals, no ventilators, no internet, no electricity, none of the things we take for granted today. So we are comparatively lucky. But the lessons remain the same. You can't assume you'll always have time, options, health, money, nor the ability to do the things that are important to you later on. It's probably not a great hedge to live the deferred life plan where you force yourself to slave away in misery for some eventual golden age in the future. 
So many of us assume we need to focus on working ourselves to the bone and focus only on making money and foregoing all the hobbies and creative and pleasure and interests and all of that for some far-off retirement age when, ah, we can finally let loose. We can finally live the dream. Doesn't that seem ridiculous now? So many dubious assumptions that are made as part of this calculus. That we will be alive, that we'll be healthy physically and mentally able to enjoy things. That our money will actually still be there in some way, even if we've worked our whole lifetime for it. And that it'll have grown. That the world will be stable and we'll have the same options as we do now. All of those linear extrapolations, those linear assumptions, are dubious bets to bank on for your life. COVID is a wake-up call and a reminder to question the deferred life plan. To instead, live immediately. And by that, we mean savor the moments, those precious ephemeral moments. Go and do those important things, those goals, those curiosities, and those experiences now or very soon rather than putting them off out of fear or laziness for some imaginary perfect future. The future is now. Rethink your priorities and how you can pursue them and make them real and enjoy them now, or at least have a plan for action. Or, on the flip side, consider letting some of those ideas go in favor of even more important and meaningful ones. Because it's important to also realize that doing lots of things, lots of stuff, lots of bustle and pursuits, longing for what you don't have right now or you haven't done, does not equal happiness. In fact, generally the inverse is true. As the wisest minds over several millennia have realized again and again the same thing. Less is more. The perfect state of contentment is somewhere in between longing for or grasping for what you don't have and on the other end, not pushing away anything or running from pain. Perfect equanimity, balance, calmness, objective awareness. This is a state of being that is especially satisfying to experience when you know that you have been authentically prioritizing what deep down is most meaningful and important to you. You'll know when you're there. You will know what's real. You will know what to let go. When you're calm, when you think deeply, when you stop pushing things away and you stop longing for or grasping, find that state of equanimity in your brain when you're calm, when you meditate, you'll know what's important. So stop deferring and start living. You can even thank COVID for serving as a wake-up call for that. Lesson number four, become anti-fragile. Health is number one above all else. We'll explain why. But it goes deeper than what you think that really means. Sure, how many of us have had a bad cold or flu and say to ourselves, oh my God, I swear I'll never take my health for granted again. When I'm better, I'm gonna really start eating right, I'm gonna go to the gym and so on. This time it's different. This is war. This is life or death in some cases. Because COVID is a stark visceral reminder that your overall health, or even bigger, your resilience, your holistic toughness can make all the difference in the world between life and death, or certainly at least the quality of your life experience while you're here. Whether you're fighting a COVID infection or not, any kind of intense life challenge that threatens you, that tests you, that pushes your health, that tests your toughness. You've seen the data about the fact that the majority of deaths from COVID are in people who already have other chronic health problems diabetes, being overweight, being a smoker, heart and lung issues. 
there's a huge mix of genetics and myriad factors involved. But if you're one of the lucky ones who was born with pretty good genes and have been relatively healthy, the inconvenient truth is that so many of our health issues, including mental ones, which of course affect everything, are diseases of lifestyle, the choices we make, choices we make despite knowing better, or that we should know better if we cared enough to do just a modicum of research. So why does this matter? Well, an unexpected pandemic happens outside of your control, and if you happen to get it, do you want to go into that gun battle with a butter knife or with a tank? You want to go in as tough and healthy as you possibly can. You want to go into battle anti-fragile. Anti-fragile or anti-fragility is a concept coined by author Nassim Taleb, who has written many important books, including the famous The Black Swan. It's about developing resilience, toughness, and in our example here, it's about developing every possible bit of strength and having as few issues as you possibly can so that you come out the other end of tough situations feeling great. If you could have taken dietary steps to prevent or minimize diabetes, if you could have exercised more to keep your heart and lungs and brain in decent shape, if you could have been prioritizing your sleep and sleep quality, which is central to the repair of your body and your brain and cravings and virtually every facet of your health, what difference would that make when going into an unexpected battle? You need to become as anti-fragile as possible in regular, balanced, and non-stressful or obsessive ways. In fact, the Stoic philosophers had a practice whereby they would think ahead to the tough times. They would plan ahead to the worst case, especially when times were particularly good. They knew that good times would not last forever, that bad times, that hard times would come, so they would deliberately try to experience a dose of what the worst could possibly be. They would think ahead, they would premeditate the worst possible case. They would even do it in practice. They would dress with the worst of clothes and have very little food and go without anything for a few days just to mentally and physically toughen up for the bad times. But it goes beyond just toughening up and being prepared. Benefits happen right away. It removes the existential fear of the worst case. So many of us worry about this in the back of our minds. Our subconscious is always thinking about what if, what if this happens? So by toughening up, planning ahead, thinking through the worst case, getting ready for it, this removes the fear. And by removing the fear, it improves our moment-to-moment -moment experience of life, gives us back time we would otherwise use to worry. Wasted time, because those bad times will probably not come in the same way you expect. But that's all we do, we just worry. We don't do anything about it. We don't change anything. And that affects the quality of our life right now. And it also doesn't prepare us to be anti-fragile for the future. On a related note, check out the wisdom episode on fear of the future. Let's get brutally honest with ourselves here. Have you really prioritized your health, your holistic health, spanning diet, lifestyle, sleep, exercise, mental health as number one in your life? Really number one, the foundational pillar. Do you feel anti-fragile, even a little bit? Well, just like the wake-up call when you realize only too late that you're already sick and you say, I'll never take it for granted again, the Stoics knew how quickly fortune could change. This is key learning from thousands of years ago that applies just as much, if not more so, today. How fleeting and ephemeral any given state of being or phase of life can be. 
COVID is a huge reminder of this. The importance of making disciplined choices, really the only thing that's in your actual control anyway, the choices and decisions you make, you have to prepare mentally and physically for tougher times. This is developing anti-fragility, and this is developing a sense of freedom. This is going into that unexpected battle without the fear. Whether it's COVID or a car accident or anything else, you'll have the knowledge that you've worked on deep resilience as much as you're capable of within your reasonable abilities. To play the hand you're dealt with the best cards available. And to do this, you need to prioritize your health, your resilience, as number one. It is the foundation from which all else that is possible springs. Think about that. It is your bedrock that without a solid foundation, you can't be a great parent or a friend or partner. You can't contribute your unique gifts to the world, your talents, at least in the way that you're meant to. You can't pursue and grow and utilize and savor this tiny fleck of light that each of us has been given against a billion odds. So, and this is important, you should never feel guilty or too self-indulgent when prioritizing your health. Full stop. Diet, exercise, sleep, mental health, gratitude, journaling, philosophy. These are not indulgences. These are vital priorities that you are justified in making number one above all else in your life. Because by being the best possible expression of you in this brief fleck of life, you're also making it possible to be there and be better for your loved ones, your society, your planet, future generations. This helps the well-being and reduces the suffering of others at the end of the day. Everything else becomes possible and made better when you're healthy, when you're tough, when you make this your number one priority. In fact, in many ways, you owe it to your lucky existence that you be your best and most capable self possible. What a shame not to be. And although you can't actually control something like a COVID pandemic, you may be able to make yourself much healthier, hardier, and calmer about this whole thing than you knew was possible. So make your holistic health number one. Become anti-fragile. Okay, let's recap. If you've noticed a theme between all four of these lessons, you're actually right. All four of these life lessons have to do with the core themes around understanding what you can and can't control, choosing to live in the moment, understanding that because things are always changing, there will be good times and bad times. And so it's also helpful to give yourself an extra dose of calmness by toughening up or preparing for the times that aren't so great by focusing on your health. And I hope that you're picking up on an incredibly important overarching theme here, that your life should not wait, that you should not wait to live just because of things like pandemics outside of your control. Things will happen outside of your control. So all you can do is apply your reasoned choice and choose to appreciate the moments. Focus on the present. Relish in the beauty of impermanence. Focus on your health, your holistic health, which includes very much your mental health, so that when those bad times do come, when the tough challenges arise, you are as anti-fragile as possible. All four lessons applied in combination can really fundamentally change the moment-to-moment nature of your life. I've experienced this myself. And I have to admit, it's incredibly hard to do, especially all four. No one's perfect, including the Stoics, for example. Much of what they wrote were lessons to themselves, wisdom that they implied to themselves to try to make their own lives better, to remind them how to live. 
to focus on core principles that they needed to be better to apply. Well, this is true for all of us now more than ever. Do your best a little bit every day, even applying a little bit of these lessons every single day, especially in combination, can be a true game changer for the quality of your life, especially during scary times like a pandemic. One more time, let's recap. Lesson number one, internalize the deep power and beauty of impermanence. Lesson two, learn to distinguish what's outside of your control and what you can actually control and stop worrying about what you can't control. All you can really control are your reasons, choices. Lesson number three, live immediately. Don't wait and don't fall prey to the illusion of the deferred life plan. Lesson number four, become anti-fragile. Your health is number one. It is the foundation from which all else in your life springs. Nothing else is possible. Being a great parent, friend, partner, pursuing creative and intellectual work, all of it. You can only realize your best expression of you on this earth if you make health number one. It is your duty in return for this lucky brief existence that you were given on this earth to make your health and resilience number one. Thanks for listening to Wisdom, and we'll explore all of these themes in much greater depth in other episodes coming up soon. I'm Paul Sebastian, and I created Wisdom to share all of the learning and insights that I've derived from years and years of reading and research. And you know, it takes so much time to weed through all the years and years of philosophy and research and data and everything else. So I've tried to distill down the best of the things that I've learned, the things that really result in practical solutions to our common problems like anxiety and fear and worry, and where's my life going and all of that stuff. Hopefully it's helping you. Please let me know. You can email me at info at getwisdom.com. That's wisdom without the O, info at getwisdom.com, G-E-T-W-I-S-D-M.com. And also, if you're finding the wisdom content helpful, it's all free. We'd greatly appreciate a star rating and a review and maybe spreading the word to your friends and family about wisdom. Every little bit helps to get the word out there so that we can help more people. Thanks so much. And be sure to also subscribe to the free weekly wisdom newsletter. It's a quick microdose of wisdom delivered right to your email inbox every week. No spam or any of that. Thanks so much, everybody. Please stay safe, stay sane, and try to apply these things during this crazy pandemic time. It really makes a difference. Be well.